This is Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast, First Take. Here's my story. Elsasser hired, but CUSD board is excoriated for perceived lack of transparency. Despite numerous public comments decrying a perceived lack of transparency, the Claremont Unified School District Board of Directors voted 5-0 to zero Thursday to rehire the single candidate it entertained for the job of superintendent Jim Elsasser, at $335,000 per year, plus a generous benefits package. Elsasser, who led CUSD for nearly nine years before leaving at the end of 2020, will start back on July 1st. Though the vote was a formality, the public comment portion of the evening was anything but routine. This thing here stinks of political garbage. When the time comes to vote for your old buddy to come back, Who's going to stand up and vote against getting the old gang back? CUSD Board President Stephen Lanusa pressed on producing the financial details of outgoing Superintendent Jeff Wilson's severance package, which is public information, walked back his earlier commitment to the courier to release it to us following the Thursday meeting. On the advice of legal counsel, I have since been advised I've already done that. I've already done that, and nothing's happened yet. So, The Courier filed a Freedom of Information Act request on Monday. Lanusa, quote, guessed the Courier would be receiving the non-protected, non-confidential public information inside of a week. After a series of tense text and phone interviews over the past two weeks as the courier pushed him to release the public information, Lanusa had refused to talk to us in person or on the phone. On Thursday, we were able to get to him at the public meeting and ask him which came first, Wilson's firing or the board being made aware of Elsasser's availability or interest in returning to Helm CUSD. He responded that Wilson's separation agreement was finalized on March 17. So, we asked him, was the board aware of Elsasser's availability on March 17? That's not how I would put it. We asked him how he would put it. I'm not prepared to say it this time. These are personal, confidential personnel. It's just a question about when you guys became aware of Jim's availability. Lanusa was asked again which came first, Wilson's firing or Elsasser's interest in the job. There were no negotiations with Jim Elsasser prior to that date. The courier again asked him if the board was aware Elsasser was available prior to March 17. On the advice of legal counsel, because it is a personal matter, I cannot discuss privileged information. So that's all I'm prepared to say at this time. Okay. Asked if there were any other applicants for CUSD's superintendent job, Lanusa responded, quote, no. We then asked Lanusa how long CUSD will have to pay for Wilson's health care coverage as part of a still shrouded in secrecy severance package. No comment. The courier asked Lanusa if that information will be included in its forthcoming Freedom of Information Act request. You will get it when you get it and you will see what is there. Prior to that less than fruitful exchange, the board heard numerous public comments over Zoom that ranged from polite disagreement to outright disgust. Zoom caller Jordan thanked Wilson for his service and said he thought he did a great job under difficult circumstances. He then asked the board what direction it was taking the district, referencing Lanusa's April 15th letter to the community, in which he stated the board wanted to move in, quote, another direction, unquote, in firing Wilson. And I think we're all very interested to know what direction the board is taking 
And what that is, because we don't, there was really no information about it. And I think that would be really important for us to, uh, to all know, just as, as parents um, who have you know, children in this um, in district. So could someone answer, answer the question and maybe let us know? The board did not respond in any way to this or any of the numerous questions and comments from the public, including this one from Zoom caller Alex. So is that more to come, or was that pretty much it? Because I think a lot of us have been kind of waiting for this meeting to see, you know, what what kind of direction the board is looking to take with the new offer for a new superintendent. Zoom caller Eric Griswold made his feelings known quickly. Thank you for having this meeting tonight. We learned absolutely nothing. Uh, I hope that everybody listening tonight pays attention to the fact that we are having an election on November 8th and that there are members of this board of trustees who perhaps need to be replaced. Uh, this is uh, absolutely despicable behavior on, the behavior on your part. And I am looking forward to seeing at least three new members, and the other, the other two want to resign, that was fine with me too. Several people who commented publicly expressed dismay over the board's silence in the face of so many questions about the superintendent issue. Lanusa claimed the Brown Act precluded the board from responding. So we can't ask questions about the agenda items and get responses on those questions? You can certainly ask questions. The responses may not come tonight. When do they come then? When you see them on the agenda at future meetings. So there'll be discussion potentially of the questions that have been asked tonight that have not been responded to? Potentially. Just prior to the unanimous vote to rehire Al Sasser, CUSD Board of Education member David Niemer took to the mic to expound on transparency. I think there's some confusion on the issue of transparency and and I'm not talking about this particular situation, which is kind of a special case, but just in general. There are two ways to hire a superintendent, Niemer said. One is confidential. The other is more public. He said he understood the public's desire for a more transparent process, but there are problems with that approach. One being it can limit the pool of applicants. There are often applicants, uh, prospective applicants for superintendent jobs that don't particularly want to know, want the district where they are currently employed to be aware that they're, that they're out there applying. And that uh, discourages some good candidates from applying in the first place. And, and so you end up with uh, a weaker and more shallow pool. For this reason, most school boards decide on superintendents through a confidential hiring process, Niemer said. He then recalled a previous CUSD superintendent search in 2004, where the public was invited to take part and make its voice heard. I was involved in that. It was very public. And it went on for days and days. There was a lot of input from the community. And the selection that was made turned out to be, I think I can safely say, one of the poorest selections that we've had, historically. It did, it did not work very well. Niemer then said the board had, quote, a lot of public input, unquote, prior to Wilson's hiring 
in 2021. Niemer said he was aware there were, quote, mixed emotions, unquote, about the board's decision to fire Wilson and rehire Al Sasser without community input of any kind. But an outcome that's different from what someone wants doesn't necessarily mean we're not aware of the concerns and the inputs and everybody's opinions. But I know that doesn't satisfy anybody, but I just did want to point out that there's a, uh, there's a problem with having the full open public kind of uh, selection process that, that takes all potential applicants, everybody across the board. First Takes Theme Music was written by Mick Rhodes and Wyman Reese and performed by Mick Rhodes and the Hard Eight.